0: Radio.com Sports presents Bet Sweats with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down the latest in sports betting. Bet Sweats, Tuesday, January 18th. Joe Ostrowski and NFL analyst Ross Tucker with you on the BetQL Audio Network. So our next guest is Ed Teach, and you can find him on Twitter at EdTeach23. And uh, it's funny because his uh, avatar, Ross, is the vintage logo, the old Buccaneers. When I see that old logo, like the first thing I, I think of aging myself is going to Soldier Field, seeing Jim Harbaugh face off against Craig Erickson of Tampa Bay, and uh the Bears take care of them. I think it was 47-17, way back when. Uh, that was about the mid-'90s. Uh, Ed Teach here on Bettswoods. Ed, thanks for coming on the show, my man.
1: Cool. Thanks for having me. You got it. So Ed, let let's start with the Bucks. Word on the street is that you've uh you got a Super Bowl future on the Bucks. When did you do it? What was the price at? Take us through your reasoning.
2: Yeah, so uh it's it's kind of a long story. Um last year uh right after the Super Bowl, I was up in Atlantic City and um the day after the Super Bowl, I was going around town collecting some uh Cashing in some tickets, and I saw that uh, DraftKings actually put up um, uh, odds on Bra- on uh, Brady's next team, and uh, they had Tampa Bay at fifty to one. And so uh, I bet that fifty to one, and they moved it to forty five to one, and I bet it again at forty five to one. And um, I just had a feeling uh, the, the the marriage was too good for uh, for Brady and the Bucks uh, for this season. I didn't think he was coming back to New England. I thought it was a real long shot. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had, um, I had a, a, friend of mine who was out in Vegas, uh, and he was <laughs> literally flying home the next day. And so I told him I, I had to sell it to him. I said, Hey man, you know, I, I really think that there's a good chance that Brady ends up in uh, Tampa. So, um, you know, try to knock down the best prices you can find. And, uh, a couple weeks later, uh, some places up in Atlantic city put up some odds and, uh, it was actually really good odds I got 35 to one for the NFC I got 65 to one for the Super Bowl so um and they they wrote some big big tickets so I, I was pretty happy about that
0: uh, do you remember at the time on Brady's next team uh, which teams were the favorites that everybody was talking about Probably a lot of the talking heads were saying okay this is where he's going next
2: well yeah I mean the favorite was New England I mean it was close to yeah. like minus 300 for him to return. Um, and I thought it should be minus 300 for him not to return. So, um, so the market was really, really off just from the start. Um, I think some of the other favorites were Tennessee and the Chargers. And I actually I would have bet the Chargers as well, but they were only like four to one. So,
1: all right. So Ed, let's talk about. It. So you got that. You got the Brady's thing, but you also have the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. So yeah. what are you doing now? Are you just loving it and riding with it or are there ways and you can teach our listeners how you're hedging or kind of covering your bet in case they don't, I mean, they would be the underdog, I would imagine in these next two games. So what, what are your thoughts? So personally, I've been doing this a long time. I've had a lot
2: of, uh, success. Uh, I'm kind of looking for the big score at this point because I've been doing this for 17 years and, uh, You know, in order for me to lock in a profit, I've got to bet like $100,000 to win 50 or something roughly along those lines. And to me, that's just not something that I'm terribly interested in doing unless unless the price gets a lot shorter and it's not going to. Um, You know, there's other ways that you can kind of hedge your bets. You can bet, you know, Tampa Bay team total under. Um, You can bet an alternative spread where you're getting Green Bay with the points, but that's not really you know the juice is so heavy on something like that. It's, you know, I I like to be able to if I'm gonna hedge a future, I want the other side of the bet to be good as well. And um, you know, I, I want to be able to keep it alive for another week. So I don't, you know, if I bet Green Bay money line, then it's just it's just over one way or the other. I'm either either you know winning that NFC Championship game or winning Green Bay money line. Um, I did bet uh, in the wild card. I bet Washington plus ten. Uh, because I was able to, you know, middle that game, and I was lucky that it hit. So um, that's the best case scenario. Best case scenario is when you can have action on the other side of your bet uh, and still possibly win both. So
0: it's uh, that's probably the most common question that I get, and I'm sure you get it even more. Is how what do I do now? I have this parlay going; it needs one more leg, and it would be the biggest hit. I I just feel like. It, it depends what you want. Like before you place the bet, or before you get into that position, you got to figure out what you want. Like you said that you're looking for the big score. And a lot of times when I'm doing a, playing a future, that's what I'm looking for. And some people are in this just to lock in a profit. That, that's what they want. I'm looking for the home run. It sounds like you're looking for the same thing. It, it's hard to give an answer to people unless you know the kind of better you are. Are you just looking to make money, or do you potentially want to win? Maybe life changing money for some people.
2: Yeah, everybody's motivation is different and um, I can't really fault anybody for what they ultimately decide to do. You know, for some people, uh, the money might mean a lot more to them. Um, for other people, they just want to gamble and and have the big score. Um, you know, people I've gotten probably 10 or 15 DMs and, and Twitter and since, uh, since Sunday, people who are in my position who... Uh, want to know what to do. And I just tell them, well, that's a personal decision. Um, right. It depends on, you know, what your priorities are. So, you know, I'm not going to blame anybody for uh, for locking in a profit. There's, there's, you never go broke. Uh, what's the saying? You never go broke making a profit. That's
1: right. They say that every time a quarterback throws a check down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll never go broke making a profit. So what is, uh, Ed, what is your future's betting process i mean we talked in particular about the brady bet and then you got the bucks but when you're doing this because look we only have three more games to bet on and then before you know it we'll be talking futures we'll be talking next year so this is awesome it's like a preview for our listeners what is your process for betting nfl futures in general uh it depends on
2: the situation i mean last year you know, when I was selling it to my friend, I said, Hey, man, listen, you know, we're either going to have a market price on the Buccaneers, or we're going to, you know, have, or they're going to be five to one to win the NFC and 10 to one to win the Super Bowl. And um, so that was kind of an easy one when there's a, you know, a player that can change teams like that, um, can shift the odds dramatically. I mean, you see that in the NBA all the time. Um, in fact, we just saw it last week. Um, You know, as far as other futures bets um, that don't involve, you know, a player changing teams, you know, I like to look for teams that are undervalued because of, you know, luck, maybe some turnover or injury, um, injury luck, uh, you know, coaching changes. You know, I was really big on the Chargers heading into this season and, uh, you know, they ended up being right at about their season win total so I wouldn't call it a total loss, but they were lucky to get there, but, you know, they lost so many close games by, uh, or so many games very closely, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of the problem was the coach, and that's something that I didn't really consider enough when making those bets last year was that maybe they needed an upgrade in, in coaching staff, so, um, you know, now they've got a, a new coach coming in, and, you know, it's really kind of unknown how how they're going to handle things, so.
0: Ed, your uh, Twitter bio says uh, you're the guy who bet on Lamar, Trump, and Alex Smith. Uh, I, I had Lamar, too, but I'm sure I didn't have the same number that you did when he was 200-1. to one, And then all of a sudden, uh, some of these books in Vegas are changing the rules. Like, yeah, let's never have a quarterback and MVP odds at 200-1 to one ever again. The highest yeah. they'll go is, is 100 now. And um, let's talk about timing the market because that's tough to figure out. A a lot of your average Joes, when the season ends, they aren't looking at the next Super Bowl. They aren't looking at some of those bets. Now it's time to bet the NBA, college basketball. Maybe we'll look at baseball starting up in a couple of months. Timing the market. Uh, Do do you like to bet right away, early in the offseason, or are you looking at a bunch of sports all the time and you just got to keep up to date?
2: Yeah, I'm constantly refreshing everything when it comes to you know futures odds um you know it's there's value can present itself at any time uh i I had i had the raptors a couple years ago at like 28 to 1 when they won the title and i bet them when they were down two to one in the series with boston i believe and um you know that was something i really wasn't looking to bet but the the harder i looked at it um, I said, you know, I've got to roll with this and, uh, it ended up panning out. And that was something that was, you know, literally bet in the middle of the playoffs. So, you know, timing, I mean, timing's everything, but, um, you know, I, I, I had somebody say, uh, last year, oh, don't bet the lions until, um, cause their, their opening schedule is, is really tough. You know, you want to bet them once they're 0 and 3 or 1 and 2, but it's like, well, what if they would start two and one or three and oh, you know, you're, you're going to have missed the boat. So, um, you know, the, the number can go either way. Um, you just got to, uh, I, like I said, I like to constantly refresh stuff and just kind of stay aware of what's going on. So.
1: Um, let's get into uh, this weekend a little bit, Ed Bucks Packers, forget about your awesome Bucks bet. We've already talked about that. Just this game right now, I'm looking at it, points bet right now, the Packers are laying three. Our graphic says three and a half, but that that line has come down to three at points bet, uh, which is what we use on this show. The total is 50 and a half. Do you have a strong play on this game, Ed? I generally
2: do not bet a lot of stuff uh, straight up on the points bet or the total um but you know that being said i do feel like uh tampa is the right side in the game um i hate to sound like a homer because of you know i'm obviously interested in uh tampa winning the game but you know i i think i heard yesterday that this is like brady's 14th championship game and i don't know how many super bowls the guy's gone to um and i'd sound like a total square when i say it but i mean the guy's got ice in his veins he's just really good uh especially under pressure um you know i when the line came out it was four four and a half i said that's one one uh, one and a half points too many easily and uh honestly um you know i I don't think that green bay is really i mean they're a good team but they're not invincible um they've they've lost a few times this year to some pretty average teams um I just think uh, I I think Tampa should be able to run the ball on them. And as long as they don't turn it over, I I think they're going to be all right. Um, And, uh, you know, it's funny when when Rogers loses is when uh, is when teams are kind of able to uh, keep them off the field, keep them contained. um, And all of a sudden you turn around and wow, the Packers are losing. You know, who would have expected that? That's that's the way it feels like to me. And you know, I think the Buccaneers have the setup. They can they can get it done.
0: Ed, uh, we, we know that you focus on the futures market a lot. You just mentioned you don't bet a ton ATS. Uh what do you bet? Is it only futures or is it hedging spots or in, in this on the games this weekend? What do you what angles do you take? Uh so I bet a lot
2: of derivative well derivative
0: markets. Um,
2: you know, I look into a lot of uh, you know, first half, second half, quarters, uh NFL props. Um and uh, I do mix in some, some straight stuff against the spread. Um, I've got a lot of teasers, a lot of parlays. Uh, you know, I, I like to have, uh, you know, when I look through an account at the end of the week, there, there should be a healthy amount of a little bit of everything in there. Um, so, so yeah, but at the end of the day, it all comes out in the wash and, you know, hopefully you make some money. So
1: Let's get to Bill's Chiefs. I'll be there, Ed, on the sideline, or I guess actually in the stands, hopefully having beers and hot dogs will be amazing. Um, I know you said you don't do a lot against the spread. Still need to get your thoughts on the game and which side you think is the right side. Right now, this game on points bet is also a three-point spread with Kansas City laying those points to the Buffalo Bills.
2: Yeah. So I I think this is interesting. Uh, you know, of course you got the Mahomes injury factor, um, to take into consideration, uh, you know, there might be a 15, 25% chance that he doesn't play at all. Um, but not only that, I, I feel like the chiefs are probably the most overrated team in the league. Um, they've not really won too many games in a dominant fashion. Um, You know, I don't think they've won a game by more than a score in like six or seven weeks. Um, You know, there's there's a conspiracy theory going around Twitter that they haven't really been trying. Uh, They haven't really been trying. They've been coasting for the last two months. And I don't know how much you you can really read into that. I don't know how much credibility you can give that. You know, if you look at just the numbers, you know, they're really like the fifth or sixth best team in the league. I think that, you know, Buffalo might be the best team in the league. So. Um, I, I normally don't have opinions on things like this, but I definitely think that the Bills are the side, especially because in the event that uh, Mahomes does not play, you know they're going to be favored by at least three, I would think. So,
0: all right, and teach uh, likes the two dogs for championship Sunday. If you were to, uh, to play against the spread, uh, I, I'd imagine as a pro better that you, you kind of chuckle at some of the stuff you say out there. Some different companies getting involved in the space or some of the people that they throw on TV or radio to talk about sports betting. Uh, As a lesson for the BetSweats listeners and viewers, what jumps out to you as some of the bullshit that people say again and again and again that you think is just such a joke? You kind of roll your eyes. and, And what should they be paying attention to?
2: It's hard for me to answer that question because
0: I I really do
2: stay out of media. I don't watch TV. I barely listen to any you know sports media shows. Um, I'm really I really try to keep to myself, so I'm not really too involved with uh, a lot of the industry. Um, I just got back on Twitter after like a ten year hiatus last year. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and I was amazed. I was like, oh my gosh, look at what I've been missing out on. There's so much information on this. So. Um, I would just say beware of, you know, touts. Beware of people claiming to be have these unbelievable results. Everybody loses um, at some point. Uh, everybody, I wouldn't say goes bust, but has a has a bad streak. Nobody hits seventy percent, um, and I'm sure that you guys have heard this time and time again. But it's it's the truth. You know, you just got to stay away from the people who are claiming to be something that's. Basically impossible. So,
1: last one for me, Ed. Um, I don't really know your background. Like every time we have a guy and it says pro sports, better. I gotta know a how that happened. B if you have another real job or this is all you really do. And then C, I'm curious. You know what? What has been your sort of your strike rate? You know over the years. What you know, you said nobody hit seventy percent. What, what, uh, what percentage do you typically find yourself over time? Uh, all right. Well, to go back to,
2: (laughs) I've been doing this for 17 years. Um, I'm 38 years old now. Uh, my last job I had was waiting tables. Um, I, I got involved with gambling from playing poker, you know, after work with some buddies and, uh, met some people who were really, really smart. You know, my mentor, he, um, he was taking advantage of like some online casino stuff where, you know, you deposit a hundred dollars as a new player and you get a hundred and there was certain ways to extract that bonus. And we got involved in that. Um, then we moved into, uh, sports betting, you know, betting, small markets, uh, uh NASCAR, golf, um, Mexican baseball for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, and, uh, in 2007, I moved out to Las Vegas because the government basically uh, banned online gambling transactions. Uh, so the banks were no longer processing, kind of cut, cut the head off of uh, being able to bet online for a living. So uh, I moved out to Las Vegas for six and a half years and uh, moved back to Florida. Um, this is my home state. I was born here. Um, now I you know I bought some some real estate for uh, rental properties. Um, I manage those. Um, I wouldn't say it's a full-time job because I really don't work on it very often. Um, you know, gambling is my primary source of income, uh, but I just have to travel a lot. I make a lot of trips to Las Vegas and Atlantic City uh, at least a couple times a month, so.
0: Yeah, are they ever going to go legal? By you, every time we talk to someone from Florida, because of Disney and their presence there and the power that they have, it sounds like it's not going to happen.
2: You know, I don't keep I don't keep up too much with it, but I know that the Seminole Indian Tribe has got a stranglehold on gambling in this state, um, and that nothing's going to happen until they are ready to let it happen. So, um, you know, I just know that whatever bill gets introduced is probably not going to work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that they just introduced one like a week ago and it's it you know from what i've read it doesn't hold much promise so
0: do you bet uh all sports you you're looking for to get some futures action or for some value in everything and are there specific softer markets that maybe people should look at um
2: i bet a lot of other markets yeah for futures i, I you know um when march madness rolls around i'll have a some kind of a you know, I hate to use the word portfolio because it sounds so stupid, but you know I'll have a, a group of teams that I've bet uh, from March Madness. and uh, you know I lean on a lot of guys. you know when when you're when you do this for a while, you get to know people, you gain some credibility. People want to know your opinions, you want to know other people's opinions. So I've got kind of a network of people who share their opinions that I, I trust. and'll uh, I'll bet some stuff that that they tell me to bet. I'll bet it blindly if I can get the number that they're you know suggesting um so are there softer markets um no i think they're all pretty even um you know i just think it's about having that next level understanding of you know what makes a number soft so
0: gotcha great information ed teach pro sports better at ed teach 23 he's back from his 10-year hiatus on twitter thank you ed uh talk soon and good luck this weekend with the bucks man cool thank you Uh, teach some good stuff there it it always is fascinating ross uh to speak with some pro sports betters and how they got to this spot where they could drop other jobs or not worry about another income coming through or a couple incomes and they they dive in all the way and just how that what i found most interesting is that he doesn't watch much tv He doesn't take in much media and if you're doing this, that's probably the best way to go. So it doesn't mess with your head at all.
1: You know, we've talked to several, but I've got people who have told me that there's really less than a hundred people in the United States that are actually like all of their income is just from betting. Yeah. He admitted that it's not. Right. Yeah. You know, He's got that rental properties. It's smart. It's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. To have a little diversification.
0: Yes. Yes, you have to. It's tough as uh, this racket is. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet have his college basketball breakdown up later tonight. So uh, you can go to BetQL.com, enter the promo code KOSTOS, K-O-S-T-O-S, at checkout for 15% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types and the first-time bettors to hardcore Make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, provides real-time line movement, and historical betting results. Get started today at BetQL.com, also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. This is BetSweats on Twitter, at BetSweats.